Hey everybody, it's Stuart Thompson. I wanted to direct you to some things that I would like you to listen to in addition to this great podcast. I have a fantastic album out called Dandy Man that I made with Radland Records. It is my first comedy album and I'd love for you to listen to it. It's available wherever you download your comedy. Pandora, Apple, Spotify, Tidal, you name it, it's there. I'd also like you to listen to Luke on Bill Burr Presents The Ringers. It's available at those same places wherever you stream and download your comedy. Pandora, Amazon, Apple, you name it, you can find him there. He's got a great set on that collection of comedy. So listen to my album Dandy Man with Radland Records and Luke on Bill Burr Presents The Ringers. Thanks for listening to those things and thank you for listening to this episode. Welcome, everyone, Welcome. to the Late Night Podcast with Stuart and Luke. I'm Stuart Thompson. I'm not. That is Luke Schwartz. We have a wonderful conversation coming your way with the hilarious Eleanor Kerrigan. Uh, you can catch her on the road this mm-hmm. weekend at the La Jolla Comedy Store. She's do- got some other dates on her website, eleanorjkerrigan.com. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, sorry, I was just making sure I had the website right. EleanorJKerrigan.com. Uh, Jkerrigan. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's a delight. Um, so enjoy that conversation coming up shortly. Um, thank you for listening to this podcast. You can follow us at the L Eight Night Show, the, the Late, Late Night, Night Show. Show, on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Stuart B Thompson on all the socials. Uh, Luke's out there. I am verified on Twitter. Come find me. Yeah. Um, my album is on, uh, Sirius XM radio, Dandy Man. Check that out. Candy lad. Yeah. If you got the serious hookup, check out Dandy Man. It's in the rotation <laughs> on some of the comedy channels. So, cool. uh, I'm very excited for that. Um, yeah, it's, uh, we're starting to slowly but surely come out of this pandemic. Um, and I'm over this pandemic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this pandemic might be over with us. Who knows, man? Wow. A it's... mutual dump. <laughs> Mutual dump. A mutual dump. A breakup, I should say. Not just a yeah. mutual dump. I'm We're not, just shitting on each other. You're not breaking up with me. I'm breaking up with you. You can't dump me. I quit. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, it's. I'm going up to see some relatives this mm-hmm. uh, this week. And uh, I'm excited to get to like, hug them all because they'll all be vaxxed, which is great. Yeah. Um, are, you, my, are you a mouth-kissing family? Seems like you could be. You're either way too cold or you do it all the time. It's just my dad and me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just my dad and me. You open well, my brother and I, we pull our pants down and we touch our butts together. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's what brothers do, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, no, I'm not a, I'm not terribly affectionate with my family. We're definitely like a huggy family. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I remember even my, my, my late grandma who passed this past summer, she, when she ever, she would hug me after the hug would last a little longer than normal. She'd start doing the pat on the yep. back. Okay. That's enough, dear. <laughs> the way yeah. bros do when yeah. they are feeling uh, homophobic or whatever. Sure. Right. <laughs> I'm watching uh Sopranos for the first time I've mentioned before. And I would like to say Sopran. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> they, they kiss everybody. They're yeah. kissing each other all on the cheeks and all the time and just kissy, yeah. kissy, kissy. Yeah. Yeah. They're like hugging and kissing and hugging and kissing just in business meetings. Yeah. it's It takes like 20 minutes to get any yeah, work done. Yeah, it's different. And they all hate each other. Yeah. I mean, it's, the, <laughs> it's, a, it's definitely uh, convoluted as far mm-hmm. as the, the dynamic. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just start kissing myself or <laughs> other people or whatever. Yeah. Are you, are you touchy-feely with... Uh, family members other than your brother uh my my dad is very touchy-feely even with his mouth it's really gross really gross like he he cusses he kisses our like a cousin on the lips and like they but they but they're into it too like i had i had family that like ran a nudist colony oh i am very like arm's length like i'll hug everybody and i love to see them but like there's no kisses on the cheek from me yeah 
there's no any it, that, yeah hug is as about as is like a, and i don't think i'm not touchy feely but to them i'm like a cold fish <laughs> because i don't like strip naked and waggle at them or whatever they want how has this never been a topic of conversation that your your um your relatives ran a nudist colony uh, you not talk about this? I no, it was it was weird. I wore shorts and like they were like, "What a prude!" I was like, "Oh, yeah, so I, you I you went you went to visit the nudist colony?" Yeah, it was in Topanga Canyon. Oh shit! Yeah. So you so you got to walk me through this, man. Like, so it's not much. My so cousin you Dana, your cousin Dana, okay, and I think inherited the nudist colony and ran it for about. 10 or 12 years or something and then it folded inherited i think so like that's in the will you dana you get the nudist colony yeah i think so brad yeah, gets the but, car dana gets the nudist yeah colony. <laughs> yeah uh and and it was you know it was a real strip down um but it was it was it was wild to go as a kid and just be like these people are gross yeah <laughs> It's like no, I was. No one I, I was it, always uncomfortable. I didn't yeah. like it. I didn't like the vibe. No one hot is ever in a nudist colony, right? Uh, and then I didn't. They, no, and I was like, I was very young. I only went like two or three times, even though it was like in town. It's just very. It's very weird to like and have a kid there. I feel like is wrong, but like my yeah. my two cousins kind of grew up there. Okay, it's so just, like yeah, they're all hippies. So and not a in not a bad way. Yeah, so they would they would like live there too? Yeah. They okay. yeah, they lived on site pretty wow. much. Like it was just an office and a house and yeah. So, so I mean chances are they would probably be naked at least some of the time yeah. too. Yes. I believe Wild. so. Yeah. Very weird to me. Yeah. I'm not comfortable naked. I don't like sleeping naked. It's just like I feel like I'm in danger. Like, yeah. I don't want anyone, I don't want, like, a bug to fly in me, or, like, if there's a fire, I want to be able to, like, run, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I sleep, I sleep naked now. I, I used to not, and then I, I, I do now. And doesn't it get everywhere? <laughs> it? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, your peenie ween. <laughs> it's and, not a, and it's the not a hentai porn it's it's no not i know it's not yeah but it's, it's like i tentacle. feel like it gets stuck to my leg and then i flop over and still stuck to the other side and like i don't no give me boxer briefs i i, I bury me in my boxer briefs <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i i wouldn't say it gets everywhere um i but i i also run very hot i have like i have good circulation mm-hmm. and so if i'm under a bunch of covers and i'm wearing clothes when I'm sleeping, it is uncomfortable for me. So, like, I had to get new sheets. Well, then don't get under the comfort the the don't get under the covers. Yeah, but I like I like having something over me. So it's like I I got these like mm. bamboo sheets that are that help cool. Yeah, things bamboo down. sheet is real nice. It really, really helps. And, uh, and so, how big is your bed? Queen size. Oh yeah, but you're solo most of the time. But yeah, but I I spread out, and yeah. so like when I when I'd be sleeping with with Anna, like it was like. You know, she runs very cold and I run very hot. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, men are so different than women sometimes. That <laughs> is that is the true difference. I don't know what it is about, you know, you know, the women that I have been with. Maybe it's just my experience, but mm-hmm. most women. It's actually, yeah, it's opposite cold. for my parents. My dad's cold and my mom's runs hot. And that's interesting because he's Jewish and she comes from the Midwest, I think. <laughs> yeah, maybe I. But so. Um, yeah, for, you know, sometimes I would like to, you know, cling to Anna because she's, you know, she would cool me off and then yeah. she'd be like, ah, you're like a, you're like hot lava. Get off. Yeah. I, and, yeah. And so, um, it was just one of those, uh, yeah, it's one of those things that I've always dealt with and it just, you know, I, n- I never thought I would become that guy that like sleep naked guy. But, you know, I now that I live alone, I love I love walking around my place mm-hmm. naked. It's I, I don't wow. I don't cook naked because that, that's precarious. That's, that's very dangerous. But uh, Anna did say that like sleeping naked is like a sign of privilege because like you just don't think anything bad's going to happen to you in the night. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I wanted to touch on. Yeah. And, I don't uh, want anything to crawl up in me. 
do you remember that night when the the girl yeah. in our building we yeah, had a, a and you just slept through it. i slept yeah. through the whole thing yeah i think i might have been sleeping naked that night like i think <laughs> i was that she was that yelling chill. fire <laughs> yelling and you didn't fire. wake up did not wake up yeah bury me naked in flames <laughs> yeah i don't think that's burying but yes i think that's just a cremation <laughs> cremate me naked <laughs> yeah in bed <laughs> cremate me in a suit <laughs> in a rubber suit yeah man well we got a great episode with eleanor coming up stop yeah. thinking about my naked relatives okay Stuart? for once i will try not to it's gonna be hard enjoy what the fuckers Welcome back. We're very excited to talk to someone who's been on our live show and is someone who I always love seeing at the Comedy Store uh, pre-pandemic, and we get to see her now. It's Eleanor Kerrigan. It's so nice to see you. Hi. So good to see you guys, hey. too. It's been a long uh, time. Oh, yeah, we did. I know it. We booked her on our show? Yeah. I th- well, it's at the Improv, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see what, what's happening uh, as we get back into the swing of things. But, yeah, we had you on our show at the Improv many moons ago, and uh, it was a blast. I, I've i always appreciated how how honest you are uh, on stage, wow. and like with your stand-up set, and then you always you know bring that just to – because that's who you are. It's almost like you that. have no choice. Right. <laughs> Um, just be the asshole you've always been. <laughs> just keep that up. Keep mm-hmm. that on stage. Luke knows. Yeah. He's an yeah. asshole. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Eleanor's great or whatever. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing. He's always shitting on somebody. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good is, quality. There's a I love when people person. are like, oh, Luke's such an asshole. And I'm like, no, that's just who he is. Like, why yeah. can't you it's just like, accept? But yeah, Assholes it, are people, too. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Luke's such an asshole. And you're like, yeah. But he's funny. Yeah, it's so like just deal with it. I think you like, meant to say authentic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, but I'm it's also nice word. now. So yeah, we're. Is this a new thing? Yeah, the past few years, I'm nice now. Yeah, it's. Oh, I thought it was like a soul searching pandemic. Um, sure. Thing. Well, I, I mean, I think it, it could got be that too. I mean, the the pandemic's an extension of that. I mean, it was. Oh. I I was a uh, you know Luke and I were living together for a while and then. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Luke's life changed in a way that where it allowed him to be with uh, someone he loved, and that person was not me, and yeah. uh, okay. that was tough for me. But it uh, you know, it out. you know what it really it hurts. was. It I, hurts. I don't know what I. I don't know if I've said it on this podcast. I've definitely said it before, but I just kept uh, like I, I made the conscious effort to be nicer because everyone kept comparing me to Josh Martin. Oh, and I am like, well, that's tough. I'm like, no, no, no. Like he has no point to it. I at least have a point. So I had to make it very clear that I'm nice now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. I didn't realize they were doing that. Differentiate a little bit because they're like, you're both kind of assholes. I'm like, it's very different the way we are assholes. (laughs) Yes, it is. I like Josh, and people shit on Josh too. But yeah, I I know him. him. I have no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I like lunch. But once you know somebody, aren't you like, ah, oh, that's just how they are. You kind of accept it. I've yeah, accepted but... it. I don't think I like it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's that's true. You know, we we don't have to like everything that we accept. I I do. That's true. But I I think seeing someone just as they are is it kind of humanizes them. It's like, oh, there's they're just a person with problems and you know strengths and weaknesses, and they projecting it on you like Luke does. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah uh, I'm not sure what you're talking about. That seems like a oh. you thing. And <laughs> I, I do That's definitely I, a me thing. Yeah, I do. I do. I deflect more than I project. I think. Oh, I'm a projector. I get it all out. Oh yeah. Everybody. Yeah. I I do it too. It's well, uh, I'm rubber and <laughs> you're glue, and girls drool. That's, yeah right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been hanging out with my uh, nine-year-old nephew a lot during this Brag. pandemic because I went home for like six months. Yeah, and he must have said that to me a million times. Boys rule, girls drool, or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then I switch it on him, and he goes, "That's not how it goes." <laughs> like that's his big comeback. I'm like, "Well, I mean, that's it, you little shit. That's yeah. Come fair. up with something else." You know? It's just not it, Auntie Eleanor. <laughs> how do you? I, I'm sure you weren't like. I'm sure you were authentic self to a nine year old too. What are some? Did you like constantly punch him right in his face? Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> 
Did you ever punch him? No, but I will. Uh, he went about two years ago. He accidentally at a party. You know, I have a giant family. We're always in some gathering. Yeah. you're one of thirty on. children, right? Thirty, thirty-four. Yeah. Thirty. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, my mom had a couple extra. That's a baker's bushel. Um, yeah, it's a... <laughs> a baker's thirty-three, I believe. <laughs> yeah. She had two uteruses, so she would keep them going. Oh twice, yeah, alternating. You know, like bing, bing, bing. <laughs> um, one came out the app. Anyway, so thank you for stopping. Sorry. <laughs> So we were at some gathering, and uh, he got my nephew Conrad got mad at my brother Jimmy, who's like a beast. Jimmy's he's like my dad. You know, his hands are gigantic. We call him an ape because he just like walks on his knuckles. Mm-hmm. And so he, um, my nephew, smacked him. I mean, hard in a weird like he. You know how the kid like accidentally catches you, and he yeah. boom. Well, and my with all their strength, I'm sure. Yeah. In the weirdest way, yeah. I know it didn't hurt my brother, but it shocked him for yeah. a second, mm-hmm. and he drew back. And I was like, hey! Because <laughs> I just saw a little kid yeah. like being split in half by an yeah. elderly, like a not... Mm-hmm. And we we all have that kind of sure anger. instinct. I get it. Like if you slap, if you like, as a grown up, you're taught like if someone like smacks you, you retaliate right away so that oh you don't like Even as a look kid, like a though, a weakling. Yeah, yeah. I, I can remember my brother and my dad hit my brother. My brother just being like, mm-hmm. and then realizing, oh, I'll die, die. Like that's always a it's a fun age in a teenager's life where you where you go is today the day I'm gonna finally fight my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it might be like could I take him now? Maybe wait a year. Do you ever have that feeling for real? Oh yeah. I remember. I I think I I was a sophomore in high school. I go, I got him. I got the old man. Yeah, and nothing ever came of it. Of course, I have such a good relationship with my father who. Uh, made me cry so much but like uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I knew I was like I, I just knew intellectually like I could take this old man now I don't have to if do I, it yeah. if I said to my 85 year old father I could take you <laughs> yeah. figure out a way to knock me down he yeah. literally, whether it was with his cane. Yeah, but you'd have to girl, get him with surprise, you know? though. You couldn't announce it to him. You'd just yeah. be like, no, you have to know, true, sneak up true. behind him, get him in a headlock real quick. Yeah. Well, the goof between my nephew and my brother Jimmy is, Jimmy goes, wait till you turn 10. Yeah, he that's goes, really what, funny. What happens at 10? <laughs> yeah. So this poor kid, he's going to be 10 in August, and he's terrified. <laughs> Because every time my brother comes over, he goes, Double How old digits. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. S- still nine. It's just, uh, I'm going to be nine it's forever. It's uh, <laughs> so funny. But why 10? I go, Jim, what? what it's like great. at 10, it's the you next take age. a punch. It's really good. It's just it's like, so you just wait, boy. Like, yeah. It's really <laughs> funny. Your age is two it digits. Now you can me. take these two hands. <laughs> yeah. That's good, like uh, psychological and physical bullying. Yeah. That's like really. It's. It, it is weird how we all have this, like, crazy level. Like, I remember once, we were real young. My parents split up, so the older half, there's 10 of us, yeah. the older half would take care of the younger half. And Jimmy's uh, number four, so he's at the top. And me and my brother Billy are seven and eight, and we were really bad, really bad. We were, like, terrorists together. And so we were messing with Jimmy, who was telling us what to do. Right. Like, you ain't shit, cuz, <laughs> you know, because we were tough little kids, mm-hmm. whatever. And my brother Billy threw a Frisbee, and it hit Jimmy Ooh, in the face. Yeah. And he went, go do what I told you to do, because he was on the phone with his girlfriend. And he, he, like, just brushed it off for a second. And we were like, like, goofing. And my brother Charlie was with us. And we're, like, laughing, goofing behind his back. And Jimmy went like that, and he saw blood, and he dropped the phone. <laughs> and he went after my brother Billy like he was not related to us in any way shape or form like he was it was it was it's so lesson bad time. it's lesson time we yeah. had to go out and get another kid in the neighborhood to come and get my brother off wow. yeah you gotta get a garden hose home. to separate them yeah. no we don't have that we don't have a garden <laughs> <laughs> inner city south philly right. kids yeah. we were like can somebody find Georgie Martin? Like, he was the toughest kid in the neighborhood, and he was the only <laughs> yeah. one that could beat up Jimmy. Yeah. yeah, and then he went on to write Game of Thrones. 
Yes. <laughs> I do. That'd li- be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do like that sort of like seventies kung fu movie where he's like, oh, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, and he now we have a battle. Yeah, we see the boy. He kept calm because his girlfriend was on the phone, so he was like, oh yeah, my brother. Uh, and then he just went, and it was like, <laughs> what happened to your girlfriend? She can still hear you. You're killing your sibling. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. But the Irish, we fight like that, like. It doesn't matter if we're related. We yeah, cool. Each other. <laughs> Is that bad? Luke, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Sure, that's, Luke that's Schwartz knows what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Good old Schwartz. Yeah. I'm sure I've never been in a fight. It out. <laughs> I've never been in a fight in my life. Can you believe that? That's so gross. How about you, Stuart? Um, I have broken up, or I've been a part of like trying to break up two fights. That's but no. Those were, that's a no. Yeah, not a fight that I instigated. My brother and I would like horse around when we were that's younger. That's not the same. But yeah. I wouldn't yeah, not qualify a, as a fight. I don't know if I've ever instigated. I've never thrown a fight. down. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I've ever instigated a fight, but like really, I would always stand up for people, and then mm. it would turn into a fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've I've nearly gotten killed in a fight. Yeah, I, and it wasn't my fight. Yeah, they were. Ju- it was just me trying to break it up, and these girls were a little crazy and had knives. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, breaking up. A, I feel like I'll breaking up a fight now. is like <laughs> always more dangerous for some reason. Yeah, remember um, on the patio of the the comedy store? Uh, I believe it was Chris Chris Walsh um, from the Walsh Brothers. Yeah, yes, he, friend of the show, um, friend of the show. Such a nice, funny guy. Yeah, he's a right? he's Just a chill cool. dude. And he was chill in front of the comedy store, and he was you know drinking a little, but nothing. I don't think like crazy beer or two probably. Uh, yeah, and but just hanging out on the front bar, and somebody was messing with the girl that was working the front bar, and he just got up and tried to like diffuse the situation by trying to make everybody laugh, and the guy who was messing with the bartender out of nowhere just sucker punched him, um, and I think he broke his jaw. Wow. We had to call an ambulance, and Chris was afraid to get in the ambulance because he was like. It's going to be expensive. And I was like, that's so Irish. Your face is hanging off. Yeah. Get in the ambulance. Like, go to the hospital. I, that's pretty American. I don't know about it's Irish. Like, no. Oh, really? Like, it's very, like, comedian or, like, have no health oh, insurance. the Irish will be like, yeah, we'll just tape this back on and we'll walk. We'll figure it out. <laughs> they wouldn't even go to the hospital. Yeah. it's uh, Yeah, I think it's. I mean, I think comedians and the Irish in America. Well, yeah, but you're right about American yeah. not yeah. having insurance yeah. and all that. Yeah, and it's like, it's but just, it's two, it's, yeah, it's like three grand just to get in the ambulance. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. I had to, I had which to, I don't have. Yeah, I had to pay off an ambulance fee like of that caliber when I, um, I was in a skiing accident while I was on the road and I, you know, cut my leg open and I had to go to the That's hospital. So you, yeah. you got into a fight with a hill. Yeah, I got, yeah. <laughs> cool. Did you start this fight? I, I did. I was the one <laughs> trespassing. Yeah, yes. yeah, skiing down. Was it a fortune? How much was it? Where were you? Tahoe. I was doing that uh, Tahoe improv gig. And, with Tiana, uh, oh, right? Okay. Yeah, and uh, she was kind enough to, uh, she offered to both the feature and myself to go skiing, and uh, I took her up on it, and I just got a little too zealous so Stuart. on the on the slopes. <laughs> and, the most uh, oh Stuart, yeah, yeah, watch me, Sarah. I, huh? Yeah, I, I thought I thought <laughs> I was, look at me traversing. I was getting my ski legs back, and it it was. A real bummer. <laughs> That's so white. Yeah. I mean, I've never been skiing. Is that weird? Well, I mean, I, I feel like maybe. I mean, I it's, mean, skiing's not for everybody for one thing, but it's also like whoa. a. I, I, I think skiing's like a, for everybody, Stuart. I think everybody can ski. I think everybody can <laughs> ski. I think everybody doesn't wow. want to. But right. the but the but skiing is not as big a thing Stuart. on the East Coast, is it? Oh yeah, the Poconos. Oh, I the Poconos. Played the Poconos. Hmm. Uh, all of I've Vermont. All of Vermont. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I... Um, I've never gone to Vermont to ski. I, I don't yeah. even think I've been to Vermont. I gotta think about that. Maybe Means once. Green Mountain. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it literally. Yeah. But uh, the Poconos is huge in oh, okay. outside of Philadelphia. Nice. Well, it's like an hour and a half out. But I I perform there. And my, and my brother would come up just to go skiing. My whole family has gone skiing. I just never went with them. I was busy with my boyfriends. <laughs> yeah. 
cool. <laughs> That's cool. tight. That's tight. Sex and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm like, I'm not going skiing. I'm going out with Mario. I'm not <laughs> hang out with you weirdos. Yeah. How many boyfriends of yours were named Mario? Three. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, Three Marios. I, I've, always, I've always loved the, the One East Luigi. <laughs> no Luigi's. One Wario. He's a cousin or something. One Wario. A few Warios. Yeah, yeah. yeah what's that? Is it Wario? Wario? Well, I mean, I, it's... I, it's... I, I, lo- I love that East Coast people call people named Mario Mario. Uh, like right. Mario Cuomo. Wario. Wario is really funny. Wario, too. I yeah. love. Um, but like, <laughs> I, it always makes me think of the. It's Waluigi, too. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me I'm think of the video game, like, it's a me, Mario. It, right. Like, <laughs> Every time Ingram tortures me, Rick Ingram makes Friend fun of, the of me show. all the time yeah. for saying uh, uh, Mario, right? Okay. And then the other night he was on stage and he called somebody Wario. And I was like, what the hell is Wario? Like, I didn't know it. I don't watch the, I mean, I don't play the game, whatever. Yeah. So I looked it up and I just started laughing because I'm like, it's Wario. <laughs> <laughs> Wario. That sounds like yeah. a Wario is like a lost cereal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it makes the game better if you call them Wario. I think it does too. I think it adds a nice sort of like, it adds a flavor to it. It adds some aggression to I, it. That, I that think it, def- of- it might take away flavor. <laughs> and sometimes I will say Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Isn't that how you pronounce Super it? Super Mario. Like, but I Super can Mario, feel my people. jaw yeah. go the wrong way. Yeah. Well, yeah. Is that I, weird? Yes. I mean, I, I think it's I think it's interesting as someone who like you know studied. Uh, I, I studied like language in college, and so like how people say <laughs> things is just a yeah. Big, no, right? it's just no, I mean, so it was, cool. It, yeah, it, it was. It's all very very it's silly. It's a good thing it's to a, say. Yeah, it's it's just like a fun. It, but I'm I'm always fascinated with like how people say things, and you yeah, know, we we still have some of these like accent differences throughout oh, the country. And as someone from California, I don't feel like I got to enjoy some of those growing up. The closest thing is like when you know the that sort of like surfer dude accent where someone oh, says yeah. like cool, uh, but. <laughs> But I don't. But I don't say that. Do you call people uh, Johns? Is that a, that's a Philly thing? Are you? Do you call? Uh, pe- you mean like what was here last night? What do you mean? Well, no, <laughs> like uh, I think it's J A W N. It's like a John. John. Yeah. Oh my John. I have a shirt. My John. Yeah. I didn't even say it right. I just said John. Kind of applies to like a bunch of applies to everything. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's my John. I got a Wawa John. I got a. Yeah. Do you have? Do you have a? Do you say Yons? Instead of y'all, Y-O-N-S, I've heard that one from Philly. Yawn. You want to, you got to yawn. No. Sorry. <laughs> like no, a, I love it. a yawn. Stop it. Don't no, make it, me talk. It's Here's like what you happened. All. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like water ice. Y'all? Yawns want some water ice. I'm going to John's for water ice. <laughs> yeah, no. Here's what happened to me. What happened? In college, I went for a, a, a tiny like a really small amount of time and then i quit and moved to la obviously i'm a mess so when i was going i want i was a theater major so i they i come in i'm doing shakespeare in a fila suit with the hardest <laughs> accent you've ever heard right in north philly yeah so my teacher was just staring at me and i'm like i don't know if i'm doing good or not her face is terrifying but i'm just gonna keep going right and i'm doing i'm playing one of the witches Uh and the accent is just horrendous and she goes can i talk to you for a second and i was like sure and she goes um i need you to take american standard english and i said what (laughs) and she goes i have i can't understand you your your accent is harder to understand than Shakespeare <laughs> and I was like okay so now I start taking these classes I'm, t- I'm trying to be proper classes I felt it I felt it wow. hurt me when I said it so I'm what would you cla- have said classes classes oh. <laughs> I didn't even know it could pre- be pronounced that way <laughs> yeah so you know, taking these classes and yeah. Yeah. but that's probably how I was talking like that fast and like that like, like that Right? Yeah, and I, I only got it back recently, really strong because I went home for six months. Yeah, so it's like 
I, I start taking these classes. In the meantime, I was a lifeguard at a, a city pool across the street from my mother's house. Yeah. So I, you know, always yelling at the kids. You got it. They're angry, wild children that their parents are like, you take them. So I have <laughs> all yeah. these kids. You don't have to pay. This is a city pool. It's mm-hmm. a nightmare. Mm-hmm. So I got a million kids in the pool and I'm studying my, I'm practicing my jaw work. You know, I'm doing my little mm-hmm. exercises, and I see this little kid messing around. I blow the whistle, and I go, get out of the water. And he, the whole pool turned. <laughs> like, what the fuck did you just say? Said, it's water. It's water. Like, they thought, like, an alien landed. Yeah. And I never Especially because I'm sure they all knew you, too. Oh, 100%. So yeah, they... Mikey Cavello was the terrorist that I was yelling at, and he got mm. out, and he goes, Yo, what the fuck language was that? <laughs> Which is such a good attitude. He was about 15 years old. Yeah. He was 14 or 15. He goes, yo, what fucking language was that? And I go, you're out. Get out of the water. <laughs> yeah. it was, but I couldn't get, get out it of back. the liquid. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. And I kept saying water. And I was like, oh, no, I broke my jaw. Like, water, water. Yeah, but, yeah. They made fun of me the whole summer. Yeah, that, trying to learn. Yeah, you're how just, to speak properly. <laughs> you're just trying to deregionalize your your accent, and it's literally if you go out of that neighborhood, no one would look at you differently. <laughs> like, but in that oh neighborhood, it's God. so insular. It seems. Yeah, and and sometimes I would go home, go home. Like all of a sudden, it came back. <laughs> I would go home, and. Uh, like just take my mom to the doctors or something like this is years ago the when doctor. I first moved the doctors doctor. and I would Whoops. move I, I literally uh, in the doctor's office with her and like somebody came in that I knew and they were like yeah well you know and I, I was like oh what's up how you doing and I went right back into it my mother goes ooh look who reverted back to type <laughs> I was like damn bitch you're code <laughs> switching out yeah, she, yeah so it for years it would like fluctuate mm-hmm. and then over the pandemic i went home for six months and sorry habits back <laughs> no it's i know it's I very fun it, for it us it comes in and out it's it exciting in and out. yeah it I, I think it is fun to be able to switch between the two and um have you ever found it helpful to switch back and forth for purposes outside of like acting and performance like does um you know, it... so I, I did notice on stage, like if I'm more relaxed, it comes out more because that's just how I talk. Mm-hmm. But if I think about it, like, hey, don't try not to talk like an idiot. <laughs> I will be like over. <laughs> and like sometimes some people, people will call me on it that know me. They're like, what the fuck? What are you doing? You know, yeah. like Dice will shit on me. Like, oh, you're, all of a sudden you're proper, you know, because I'll correct him on a word. And he's like, really? Like all of a sudden, you know what you're saying. Mm. Like, I so yeah. There's little things, and I've picked up from other people. That's that's a terrible habit of mine. If I'm around somebody that has an accent, I'll just uh, take it. Oh, okay. That's a horrible. I don't know why. I like dialect. So like, we had a waitress at the store that I'm sure you guys have met, Katie. Uh, Ah, yes, four hundred one, Katie. 401 Katie from fucking Elena. What are we doing? And and for while she worked there, if she was on a shift with me, I would just people would be like, "Oh, you're from Boston." I I would just pick it up. I don't know why. I don't know if it's a mocking thing. I don't know. Like I could just mimic. <laughs> so I would do just Katie. The parrot. Like, you're a parrot. Yeah, it's kind of a cunty thing, but I it just <laughs> happens. So I love. I remember um, Guy Tory from Fat Tuesday called mm-hmm. me up. He goes, yo, I'm going out for this audition, but it's in Boston. Don't you do that accent? <laughs> because me and Katie would always work Fat yeah. Tuesday. And he was, he thought, he was like, how can you do that? So he asked me to help him with uh, different things from Boston. And I was like, oh yeah, go socks. Fuck yeah, let's do it. You know, <laughs> yeah. like I just immediately, I don't know why. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you went, you went from be, having trouble doing Shakespeare saying yeah. Oh, yeah, and saying water go. to becoming a dialect coach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's, it's, it's I mean, it's up. the two most racist cities in the North. That's hey, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. We stick together. Yeah. I feel like Boston and Philly, in my mind as a Californian, have the same vibe. Yeah. 
Uh, well, yeah. Long cause... Island, Boston, Philly. That seems like kind of like a triumvirate of like. Don't throw Long Island in there. <laughs> New York's a whole separate entity. Yeah. Uh, Philly and Boston were who left New York. Mm. Like either either stayed up there, you know, or went up there or went down to Philly. You yeah. know what I mean? You came in at Ellis Island yeah. and you went up or down. Yeah, it feels like and two sides so, of the same coin. Yeah, so we were like, fuck New York, and we left, you know. Sure, <laughs> so yeah. We'll start our own shit, you yeah. know, because uh, I have a lot of family in Boston, like up in Massachusetts area, and a, a lot of family in Long Island. Mm. Uh, so I was the, right. The ones I don't <laughs> so like. I was actually The ones correct. that stayed in New York we don't like. <laughs> yeah. How has it... So, how, it is interesting, yeah. though. How has it been being back home? I mean, it... it has it been oh, it was... rejuvenating to have like gotten to be with family during the pandemic? Yeah and no, um, of course. But yeah. I, I did six months. Um, you over did there. six. And you was, served six yeah, months. I served. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, that was it your was nickel. time served, my friend. And uh, people were putting money on my book. They felt bad for me. Uh, so I, it was. I mean, it was interesting. It was just like. Because I, I didn't know what to expect, but I was just like this, obviously, through this whole pandemic, all of us didn't know what, which way was up. Right. So I was like, look, if the world's going to end, I don't want to be in West Hollywood. There's not going to be a hell of a fight here. So <laughs> I'd rather be where I have more of an army. So I drove across country. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, me and my niece did it. We did it in under three days. We had a blast. Damn. I mean, I stopped in Arizona to work. So we did the six hours, stayed in Arizona for the weekend to do, I did House of Comedy. Mm -hmm. And then the Sunday night after the show, I just said, let's go. And from there, it took us under three days to get to South Philly. Wow. It was great. But we would switch off, drive, you know, she would drive, I would drive. And at first she was, I said, just go to sleep. I'll drive through the night. And she's like, no, I'm scared. My mom's a terrible driver and you're exactly like her and I don't trust you. And I was like, you can't do that. That's, I'm not your mother. Your mother's crazy. She carried to full term. I'd never do that. And she was like, you're an awful person, you know. And so um, finally it took her like so long, like maybe three hours for her to finally fall asleep. And then she woke up and we were like, halfway through new mexico so i was like i'm a night out like that's my yeah thing. right and mm -hmm. then she drove through we stopped in texas to look at some stuff but it was fun like interesting to get to do that with her then i went to my mom's and i just stayed there and flew in and out of there to come back here to la or i would work in minnesota mm -hmm. i did a few gigs so i didn't like whatever i wasn't hardcore you know yeah. mm -hmm. there was everything was open on the east coast which was amazing yeah it seems weird and yeah did you catch well, you it or anything think, oh that's my favorite part but yes but not from shows i caught <laughs> it because my mom uh got sick because yeah, everything's in October. open she doesn't go anywhere we wouldn't let her out wow but she has you know 10 kids that keep coming in ma you need anything ma right. what do you need yeah. you, you need what, some covid <laughs> How about this? My, I brought you this. But what happened was, I was me and my older brother were gonna drive back. I was gonna drive back in October. Mm. I left in August. I was gonna drive back in October, and he wanted to do it because he he works for the Kimmel Center in Philadelphia, so he's live entertainment as well. So he's shut down. Mm. So he was like, yeah, I'll go with you. And I was like, great. So this is my older, very educated, smart brother, normal. You'd speak to him and be like, no way you're related. No way. <laughs> he sounds like, cool. He, he pro <laughs> speaks proper. He went to graduate school. Like, yeah. wow. like who are you? Somebody wow. take his, swab his cheeks, see if he's ours, you know? <laughs> like 23 so and who? <laughs> and so uh, we started driving and while we were driving, my other brother, Jimmy, the one who's going to beat up the nine-year-old, <laughs> and was like, hey, uh, where are you? And we're like, oh, Columbus, because we were, we were in Ohio. And he goes, oh, shit, you left? Mommy, was in, mommy got taken away in an ambulance. And I'm like, what? So we turned back. And I was panicked. I was like, what? we couldn't figure out what was going on. Here she had an infection in her blood. 
they couldn't figure out what it was, but it was from a UTI, which happens to older people all the time. And they put her on a COVID floor for six days, even though she kept testing negative for COVID. So, and this is a ghetto hospital, four minutes from my mother's house. Like if we were home, we would have taken her to the nice dot, like Mm -hmm, Jefferson in Center City. Uh And so Edie begged her, my little sister begged her to let her take her to Jefferson. She goes, no, no, I just want to get in the ambulance. She was all disoriented and it was from this infection. So they kept her on the COVID floor and I go, she keeps testing negative. Please get her off the COVID floor. And they go, we don't have any more room. So then me me and my little sister went and we're, you know, hood rats. And we were like, look, we want to talk to the nurse. We want my mother off the COVID floor right now. And they go, oh, she's at lunch. And I go, Tell her we'll wait. I, I put it on airplane mode. How's it doing that? Sorry. It's all good. And so um, I, I, said, I said, tell her, uh, tell them we'll wait. And the black lady, the receptionist goes, oh, they said they going to wait. <laughs> I was like, yes, tell her. And then all of a sudden the nurse came down five seconds and I go, look, you put my mother on a regular floor or we set the place on fire. Your choice. It's And then all my brothers walked up. And they're, and they're like, we're here for our mother. And they literally were like, okay. And, this is some feeling like you Irish. You guys got to calm down. Yeah. Like, it was because we were crazy. Yeah. We were like, you can't do that. You, you know. And so my nephew, who's a human being and uh, is a nurse and has his doctorate in nursing and teaches nursing at Jefferson, the nice hospital, uh-huh. yeah. called and helped us. And we got our mother. We took her home. And we had to administer through a pick line antibiotics. Like oh, we wow. had to do it ourselves. Yeah. So we did it and she came home at about three or four days after being home, she started showing symptoms. Oh, oh man. And then we all got it. Oh, so, it, and everybody was coming in just to, you know, bring food, check on my mom. Cause mm-hmm. it was like all day. And so it was kind of a fucked up story. Yeah. And I had done a show with a bunch of comics cause I flew not knowing I was sick right? and um, came here and did a show. So I had a quarantine in LA for 14 days, wait yeah. to test negative mm-hmm. and then call all my favorite comics and tell them, Hey guys, sorry, I had an outbreak like the whore in high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was <laughs> wow. like, I was like, Oh shit. You oh, know, man. Cause it was like Bill Burr, Ian Edward. We all did a show. Oh wow. Oh no. And I was like, shh. Uh, and then Ian. Those are tough phone calls him. to make. If you had to call yeah. like Rick Ingram or whatever, you'd just be like, hey, yeah, you'd fucker. be like, hey, Rick, yeah. do me a favor. Yeah. <laughs> Take this, you know, whatever. Yeah. But Bill, I mean, Bill was cool about it, but Ian Edwards is like, remember that time you tried to kill me? <laughs> I was like, you motherfucker. But I. You I are never an assassin. <laughs> yes. I never That's got That's not sick. hilarious. I tested positive, but I never got sick. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. And I was stuck in L.A. And meanwhile, my mother and my older brother that was going to drive with me were like deathbed, like not doing well. And my little brother, because they all kept going to take care of my mom. Mm -hmm. And my little brother uh, got pneumonia and COVID. Mm. So they were like, and nobody could go there to take care of them because they were known as the COVID house. So as soon as I got clear here, I flew back there. Yeah. And it took about, it took my mom and my brother, I would say like a good 10 weeks Whoa, to get better. Jeez. Wild. My older brother. My little brother kind of came through, but the, it took them. That's a long I time. I remember Thanksgiving in their pajamas. Like, it was just awful. It was just That's all through three Christmas. Three months? Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't drive back until January when I knew they were fully clear. and Yeah. Otherwise, I would have. But, and I drove back by myself because I was ready. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bye, bitch. But, no, you know, everybody, my mom came through it. My brother, fine. Lucky. You know? That's and great. They, all, they really got lucky because my mom was at 82. And I, on her 80, she goes, I probably won't make it to my 83rd birthday <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> I, and now she don't yeah. remember having COVID. Well, your, your, your brother's like, wait till you, see, wait till you turn 83. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to sock you in the face. I'm going to knock you out for giving us COVID, bitch. <laughs> like, I, I tell her, I go, you're such a giver. You gave us all COVID. <laughs> you give us life, you give us COVID. <laughs> yeah. She, I, she doesn't remember having it. 
because that's what it does. She like for a long time she goes, yeah, they tell me I had it, but I don't remember how. Because she it. was so sick, like she bedridden. She only remembers testing negative in the hospital. Oh. So she'll say like, uh, I tested negative, you know, and I'm like, mom, you had it. I was, <laughs> you you had touch and go days, and then she'll go, well, that's bullshit because they promised it would kill me. <laughs> I was like, oh God, damn, lady. They were not that's true to the their Irish. Yeah, yeah, staying that's... alive out of spite. <laughs> yeah. That's the Irish. They're like, you promised. You said you were going to kill me. You better kill me. This is bullshit. <laughs> I don't. So it was it was a, a a terrible end. But in the beginning, it was great hanging in Philly. Plus, they all, um, you know, they're all doctors there. I don't know if you know this in South Philly. They're all like, uh, oh, you already had COVID? So you can't get it. <laughs> like, oh, that's that's how it works, Fauci. I, I yeah. didn't realize. I didn't realize you had the finger on the pulse. Yeah, got it. yeah. <laughs> Mario Fauci said. Oh, you had to hear them. You had to hear. They all had some. Yeah. You know what this is? I, no, I don't. I, I don't. I know read what this half. Is. No uh, one does. I read half the uh, the title of the article, so I, I I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Let me tell you, this is all a hoax. I'm like, okay, Tripoli, come down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you know him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oxygen is a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's good. I love Tripoli. And he, he'll call me and he'll go, uh, I think everyone hates me. And I'm like, you're not, he goes, you're not yeah, wrong. That, that one's not yeah, a conspiracy. They're, they're, your paranoia <laughs> about that is founded. In, <laughs> yeah. But it's only because of how you act. Yeah. And, and, I, and I what lo- you he say. Goes, he says, uh, he goes, I might be, you know, some of these things might be far-fetched. And I'm like, well, you know, Sam, if you're reading up on it and you're believing in it, you know, because I, I love it. He's like one of my favorite people. And he goes, uh, he goes, well, these aliens. I'm like, all right, I got to go. I got <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, not aliens. These lizard people. That's yeah, yeah, these lizard, lizard people. I'm like, all right, Sam, I got to uh... go. I gotta go. <laughs> and I feel like whenever anyone says that, though, it's just like code for Jews. And I go, well, I'm tuning out now. Like, oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just kidding. No, you're not kidding. Just I, keep I'm not your kidding. paranoia alive. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's against the Jews. They're all coming for you. You're- yeah. I mean, but that is, but that's like, I mean, we talk about this a lot also. The breakdown of every conspiracy theory. If you go long enough back, it's like, yeah. hey, you know, the Jews kind of did it. The Jews did it. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying Hitler was on to something. <laughs> Well, yeah, he was trying to kill the Jews. Yeah, (laughs) that's what he was on to. Yes, Hitler was the first conspiracy theorist. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, started all the conspiracies. But here's the thing: (laughs) (laughs) But if you, you, God, Stuart, that sounded so natural. Thank you. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, Actually, (laughs) seriously, in uh, World War One, when uh, like uh, after World War One, the banks like all the money got super uh, deflated, so you'd need like wheelbarrows of currency. But yeah. uh, Jews did control banking because uh, Christians a long time ago thought it was a sin to handle money, so they made the put the Jews in charge of banking. So that's where right. Hitler got that whole spiel about like there the Jews go. are in charge of your money and see they're they're doing fine, but they're bankrupting you, the people. When it was, you know, the people who were fighting. Yeah. When it was so, really happening. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when it was, it, yeah. So yeah. the Christians did the Jews control the banking like yes. that. We yes. gave you the power to control the banking. And you know you're welcome. You're I don't know what to tell you. Like, we did you a but favor. But you are. Yeah. But admit that they're robbing us. <laughs> the banks? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Israel is an apartheid state. It took, it took you a minute. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> no, you know what's so funny? My mother will say, um, remember when you loved Hitler? And I'm like, I'm, like, I'm sorry, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what happened? When you studied and, him in one class. Right. And I had a book. And she was like... <laughs> She she took it like why do you have that book and I go what's Mom, it called it's... your comp <laughs> <laughs> and I go just because you wrote it lady Jesus <laughs> but she she would get so bad you were in love with Hitler I go no mom it made me pay attention and I I couldn't believe that this one guy that every that could take over five countries and get people to follow i said yeah it was fascinating but i didn't like him i no, thought it was you sickening. had posters of him in your room <laughs> with lipstick on them yes. <laughs> why is there a hole here that's yeah. weird that's... yeah who is that for we all... yeah who is that for you what are you goose doing? stepping all over the house yeah. <laughs> 
It was insane. But my mom, like, she really, because I had a big, <laughs> the rise and fall of the Third Reich. And I was reading the book and I didn't really read books. And so she was like, I mean, unless it was about Sylvester Stallone or Larry Bird, I had weird interests. <laughs> so uh, yeah. why is she surprised that I all of a sudden found interest in history reading a little bit of history yeah that's really i mean yes is larry bird the greatest of all time yes okay but this guy is doing something weirder yeah yeah nothing well larry bird was very convincing with his speeches you know (laughs) he's so and i I read uh sylvester stallone because they were like you need to read over the summer so i read uh, a memoir from sylvester stallone wow as dictated by Sylvester Stallone, it's all. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was in my language. Yeah, Joy. yeah the audio book was an would easy have been read. Incredible. Oh yeah, you're right. You can only it's read just, it while jogging. This uh, yeah, because it has to be told. This uh, comic Steve Pearl, who was my favorite at the comedy store, nobody knew him, but Robin Williams used to steal all his material, and Steve Pearl was hilarious, and he would say uh, that he watched. He watched Rocky 1, 2, and 3 before he realized it was on the Spanish network. <laughs> I love that joke. I don't, I don't know why it made me laugh. <laughs> Amazing. That's a, Yeah, that's silly. That's good. That's a good bit. It's a silly joke, yeah, it's, but it, it hurts always no made one. me giggle. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Roman soldiers count off. I, 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 I. <laughs> he would do it every day, and I would be the only one laughing. I don't know why. It made me giggle. <laughs> so silly. That's great. That is. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I brought it down with no. So No, with Robin Williams, really. <laughs> Robin brings it down. Yeah, and yeah. I had to do an actually. I'm sorry I went to the actually. With the thing about the Jews. <laughs> so lame. I'm so embarrassed I did that. Why? That's so stupid. Who cares? Yeah, but you should teach people. Yeah, you got. You yeah, I mean, you're right. Stuart I am better is... than everyone. You're right. Stuart's a mess. Look at him. He did that accent so quick and <laughs> so real that he's a descendant. <laughs> are you German? What are you? Yeah. M- m- it basically like Scottish out. Scottish and German. Oh, okay. Yeah. So somebody got raped. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I it's mean, safe bet in, in all of history, I think. You don't, you don't have to go... <laughs> it's true. You don't have to go too far back in my family to see cousins marry and... Uh, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's the, a. Um, the, uh, I'm just glad that anyone. You mentioned the reading element, like you were just like excited to read something that was interesting. You, I'm yeah. That's what I hope is happening today with anyone. Just like I hope, I'm just glad that when anyone reads anything, a hundred percent. Because it doesn't feel like people are doing that. What if they're reading like the QAnon books and stuff though? Right, and that's the whole thing. Like, yeah. what? How can we control what they read? Yeah, um, let's, I say we burn that. the books. <laughs> <laughs> if someone's reading a book about QAnon, I'm not as mad at that. If, but when people were re- like, ju- if someone's just reading Eight Chan or whatever it's become now, that's yes. that's fucked up. But if someone's reading an actual book or listening to an audiobook, I mean, whether it's that, uh, the Rise and Fall of the, the Third that, Reich or something else, it's fine. Stallone, yeah. That was my thing, uh, audiobooks, driving across the country. It was great. Like, yeah. people are like, oh, you should download podcasts. I'm like, nah, I'm going to do that. And my niece was like, I like this book. And, and she goes, it helps me sleep. <laughs> You're such a dick. But yeah. it, was, <laughs> it was a good book, I thought. Yeah. And then I did, uh, Colin Quinn has a great book. Um, oh shit! These United States, no, something like that. Yeah, special. yeah, something like that. Oh my God, it is so good. Oh, does he read it? So good. Yes, he does. Okay. And he goes through every state, and um, you know, tells history about every single state, right? And he was like Arizona, the arm candy of America. I mean, it was just so <laughs> silly. And it has all the. I mean, it, the problem is, it was only four hours into a three-day ride right <laughs> but it I, I tease colin i go damn i didn't even get off the 76 and the book was over can you make it longer i mean it was so good though I, honestly i was like everyone should read this book because it has i mean it explains everything the good the bad the ugly 
everything. And it, and it really was informed. Like I was driving through Oklahoma, like, <laughs> like, oh shit. Cause it was yeah. crazy. The dust, bo- like a lot of things that he talked about. I go, oh yeah, I remember reading about, but I forgot about it. You know, you don't think about it and all these terrible things that happen in certain places. Mm-hmm. And it, it was amazing. It was one of my favorites of the drive back and forth. Nice. Well. That's yeah, a good so I would switch on with music. I didn't do podcasts because I just except I don't ours. Know <laughs> yeah, I, I was definitely live streaming. This. <laughs> yeah, that's how podcasts work. You get it. <laughs> I had to think about it. <laughs> no. But people no. are like, "Are you live streaming?" I go, "I don't know what that means. I don't know. I, I'm watching something. Yeah. Is it live? It doesn't seem it. Yeah. Because <laughs> isn't Netflix live streaming? No. Uh, it's Netflix, just streaming. Netflix is streaming. Streaming. Yes. That's it. I, okay, so I'm adding live. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, live streaming would be like stuff that's on Twitch, where they're like. This is turned yeah, into explaining blogs to mom. Yeah. I don't, we're not, <laughs> we're not. I gotta, yeah. I got a Detroit cup. Yeah. When, Sims barbecue. <laughs> cool. Billy Sims. Yeah. Um, Good old Billy. Well what, well, what are you looking forward to now that we're, um, now that we're... This podcast coming out. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, that, um, that's, that's, that's imminent. Thanks for retweeting in advance. Uh, <laughs> well, I did, this is the thing um, good about the pandemic. Like I said, I went to the East Coast and they were open. And when mm-hmm. I wasn't sick and taking care of my family, um, on and off, I was going and doing gigs. And I was supposed to record an album in November. Oh. But we all got sick. Right. Mm-hmm. So... We weighed it, whatever, weighed it out. And I did little shows here and there, but I kept writing. And, you know, Ian Edwards was like, just practice in the mirror. <laughs> That's a weird thing, but okay. But I, I would like, you know, try my jokes out on my family and mess around like that and do things in the neighborhood. And then I started performing a lot January, uh, the end of December, January. And I just recorded an album two weeks ago. Hell in yeah. Jersey. So, That's awesome. It should come out uh, in the summer. What's it called? So, I haven't made it. I haven't come up with a name. That's yet. catchy. Isn't it great? <laughs> I don't I know. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you name it. Fuck if I know. <laughs> um, so I have like a bunch of names, and that's another thing I have to yeah. do today because I have to do the cover art and come up with something. But I'm just I'm lagging in names. Self-titled Elgore Kerrigan. That's it, right? Dice told me to call it white noise, and I'm like, I don't really get that, but okay. <laughs> it's uh, I it think I think put other people to sleep. Yes, white and noise. I think other people have maybe done that already. I don't know. Oh really? I, yeah, I, I mean, don't know. Yeah, check on it, but I I think. Yeah. I told I was gonna call it day the laughter died three. <laughs> day the laughter. I did it died only in front yeah. of forty people. It was only forty people in the audience. It was a small venue. Yeah. That normally seats one twenty five, but. Jersey was at I think thirty yeah. something percent, so yeah. I was able to get forty. You call it a white male black comic. <laughs> there you go. What? Who is that? Who did that? Delia. That's Delia. I knew I heard that. I was yeah. like, wait, I I heard that one. White noise was silly because I just thought Andrew was being a dick, and uh, impressed that he knew it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> But yeah, I've come up with a bunch of different names. But you're, I, I don't know exactly yet. So well, when it's uh, when it's about to come out, let us know and we'll um, we'll, we'll retweet it or we'll retweet and do everything. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Let Maybe I'll know. have uh, a people name it. Maybe I'll do that. Cra- Is that a gimmicky thing? Crowdsource yes. it. Crowdsourcing. <laughs> yeah, we're already we're already at that point. So yeah, I mean, we. Well, you, you've got our input. Is this a crowdsourcing? Okay. Yeah, sure. Right. This is a live stream crowdsource. Yeah, two two's a crowd, <laughs> is right? This live? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna edit this, right? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> take gonna you completely out. <laughs> It'll be a very You're gonna st- clean this up. Right? <laughs> It'll be a very stalled conversation with just Luke and me. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Oh, uh, thanks so much for being on the podcast, Eleanor. Yeah, this is so a blast. Great to see you. Thank you for having me. Now, if I can figure out the rest of uh, how to get this to you, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll figure- be okay. Yeah. So, um, so this 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 episode is going to come out on Wednesday. Um, what can people find out about you that you, on Wednesday? Yeah, no, like, um, well, like what 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 what's have, coming up yeah, for you that plugs like, or your socials oh, yeah, or I'll dates? Be at the, 
I'll be in La Jolla this weekend, Comedy Store. Yeah, La Jolla Comedy uh, Store, beautiful. Good question on what capacity they're at. I mean, uh, oh, what's California at? Are they the same, or is it all separate? You can buy your tickets online at the La Jolla Comedy Store dot com. Go. Yeah, <laughs> but I I don't know what the capacity is, but whatever. That's if not your tickets, business. Go buy them. Yeah, it is. Well, no, well, no. I'm the pandemic comic. They're like, who can sell thirty tickets uh, <laughs> yeah. right here? In, you know what it during is during a pandemic or not? <laughs> she sells thirty tickets. <laughs> Yeah, but they they were like, yeah, would you come in? I mean, we only have 30 people. I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, that's, not, that's better than most of the shows I get asked to do yeah, anyway. Yeah, I'm like, this is packed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but whatever. So La Jolla, and then in June, I'm at, uh, shit, what's the date? The 24th, I think it is. Yeah. Um, it's with Holtzman oh, as my wow. feature. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. And, have, have fun following that. There's a reason he went at the end of the night. because, like, the show's over after that. <laughs> we don't want to see anything else. Honest to God. I The, the guy who booked us, uh, it's for Reno. It's the Laugh Factory in Reno Got at it. the Silver Legacy. Mm-hmm. So in and Harry Basil, the booker, he was like, yeah, a Holtzman just wants to get, you know, in the mix. So I, I, I figured you can handle following him. I'm like, I can? Like, why would you do that? That's awful. So I called Holtzman. I mean, he goes, yeah. hey, you keep it quiet. I want to I want to feature. You, you, you keep it quiet. I, oh, great, great. This is going to be a hell of a weekend. I mean, so, you can definitely, you have the material to follow him. It's just like the crowd has been damn it. abused. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> come, come see which mood Holtzman's in, yeah. you should call yeah. it. Because sometimes Holtzman can be all level, just yeah. coast. And then great, different for funny, different hilarious. hours shows in the same day. Like, oh I'm sure the 8 God. o'clock and the 10 it's... o'clock are very different for talk, him. Talk about range. Yeah. And this is without any substance of any kind. Like, this is just him free ball. But yeah. he's been performing a lot in Austin, and he's loving it, and he's wanting to start doing the road. So Okay. For some reason. So this is going to be fun. I'm excited about it. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. Yeah, I look forward to hearing about it next time I see you. Yeah, and then in July, I'm on the East Coast, a bunch of dates, Philly. I'll put them on my website. Yeah, what's your website? As soon as I figure out how to update it. (laughs) Eleanor J. Kerrigan. Uh, dot com. That's it. Perfect. Very cool. Eleanor, it's so nice to see you. And um, Thank you for having me. Anytime. It's nice of you to be nice to the elderly. Yeah. We're throwing you a bone here. Thanks for listening, what the fuckers. Yeah, they hey, come right okay. out okay. now. All right, Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening, what the fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>